Hello, and welcome to Searching for Service, a show designed to help current and future Rotarians find purpose through service. Our show's promise is a dedication to sharing stories, experiences, and opportunities for those searching for service, and how Rotary has been the organization to bring it together. The goal of the show is to grow the Rotary family by connecting through service projects. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. Together, we're going to do a deep dive into the heart of Rotary service above self. And so for this month, actually, I mean, we really geared up at the tail end of January and through the month of February, our focus is youth exchange. And so we have a guest on today, um, Jackie Johnston. She's the chair for the North Star Youth Exchange. And we're so happy to have you. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. And she's in person, too. So it's always nice when we have somebody in person, we get to meet them. And She doesn't have to look at me the whole time. <laughs> she's like, I get to see him all the time. And we do the, like, you know, back and forth all the time. Like, okay, you're going to do the outro. You're going to do the outro. But um, Jackie, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. They know that you are the chair for North Star Youth Exchange, but... Let's, let's How did you procure that role? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else wanted it. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I've been active in – well, first of all, I um, have, I'm a lifelong educator. Love I it. have been a, a director of community education for over 30 years. I'm also a principal. I've started alternative high schools, and my passion is really working around equity issues and inclusion. Ooh, and okay. I um, found that Rotary – I had to join <clears> – <throat> when I was young as part of my job. And I'm like, I don't know where Road Degree is. And I went to my first meeting and um, I really thought, well, I'm not really sure I understand this. But after 30 years of being a Rotarian, I am in love with it. I love the work. I'm passionate about it. And equity and inclusion is one of their mission and goals. Um, And youth exchange, I think, is the heart of all of that. Now, my heart is in children and youth. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's a great match for me. But um, as a lifelong educator and a proponent for equity and inclusion, I don't think you could do anything better than have a youth exchange program where students have the opportunity to travel internationally mm-hmm. and have a tra- an opportunity to see and experience different cultures. And the, the gift is also back here where pe- kids come here and families host. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just a fabulous opportunity, and I wish I had known more about it when my children were little. Um, you and I are kindred spirits, I'll tell you. So my background is education mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm not doing anything in terms of serving in a school district per se, but have married the education component with what I do for my career in business. And it serves its purpose, right? It sounds like mm-hmm. we've got a lot mm-hmm. of similarities in that. So education is truly, truly the heart and focus of how I strive in my business. It's cool to hear it from another perspective and it's been remarkable i kind of commented about this before the show is it's been remarkable how youth exchange has been a very common thread amongst every Uh single one of our inner interviewees and it's it's really fascinating because you wouldn't think it would be either that they've hosted or they've done it or that's how they were introduced to it i mean jackie even um you know the big star, Matthew McConaughey, right? He's got the um, book Green Lights and he speaks to Rotary and Youth Exchange in the book. And I was, we had been listening to it painting downstairs and I was like, 
he was in Rotary. He was in Rotary. <laughs> and we're like <laughs> making this connection as we're listening to Green Lights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Well, and I think that um, as I have been in, I mean, Youth Exchange is a huge operation. It's a huge organization. And I think that's what gets confusing to people sometimes because it's local, it's regional, it's national, and it's international. Mm-hmm. And the more you get involved with it, the more you see that and the more you feel that. I just got back from the international um, conference in Italy um, wow. in the fall. We went in the fall. And, oh, my God, I could have just – I couldn't absorb all of the information that was there. The people from all over the world who are passionate about youth exchange. You know, we had dinner with people from Egypt. We had supper with people from Brazil. I mean, it just went on and on and on. And the impact that it had on these adult lives, I mean, there weren't any children there. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just phenomenal. And again, when you talk about education, we start young, but but who we are is a product of that education mm-hmm. and those experiences. And that's what Rotary Youth Exchange does. It gives that opportunity to make those connections. Well, and it, se- it seems, too, that youth exchange is becoming more and more important with people becoming more and more siloed, you know, with their information, uh, geographically, however you want to look at it. And it, it kind of in- intuitively breaks down a lot of those borders and boundaries Mm -hmm. because as a youth exchange you're kind of a pilgrim in an unholy land and going i i i I don't i don't understand the culture i don't so i have to Mm -hmm. pay attention i have to understand what's going on why do they do these things what and it's vice versa when somebody comes over here and understanding what happened in our culture and you just the expansion of understanding is pretty remarkable and i can't remember the name of our youth exchange student um I'm blanking. Is he from Croatia? I don't remember. Shoot, I don't even know why I brought it up. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I digress. (laughs) I was just going to tap into what you said, and and there's a quote that was made by uh, uh, Rotary International President from Sweden at one point in 2005, 2006, and he said, if every 17-year-old student were to go on exchange, there'd be no more war. Yeah. Um, And when I did a lot of equity work in my – I'm retired recently, but when I did a lot of equity work – my retirement, I always use the expression, you can only see the world through the lens you own. Mm -hmm. And if your lens is really narrow, your view of the world and your view of understanding people that are different than you is very narrow. And the the better that lens, the more clear you're going to have a vision of of what's really going on. Isn't that the truth? And then you think like deeper into like if their lens is so minuscule, where are they getting the rest of their information, right? Right. And it's not always the most useful resources that they're tapping into. So when they have an opportunity like this, it it really broadens their their view and their vision. And And I think social media has made that even more difficult because mm-hmm. people can pick and choose what pieces of information they want. And that's where these lived experiences are, make it so much better mm-hmm. because you can not turn off people's viewpoints when you're sitting at a table with them. Sure, It's really easy to go to the Internet and our kids do this and say, oh, I'm not going to listen to that source. But if you're sitting across the table from somebody breaking bread essentially, it's really it's really hard to not participate and to not listen. Reminds me of um, Ed and drawing a blank, Braver Angels. 
Oh yeah, you know bravery. Bruce. Yeah, so oh, Bruce, yeah, Bruce, Bruce, and, Bruce and, like, and Ed, like, and, <laughs> <laughs> well, and just you know, like finding common ground when you're sitting across the table Absolutely. from somebody versus you know, like easy to hide behind a, a computer or a, a cell phone for that matter. So, well, and when our students are on exchange, we really try hard to limit their time on phones and devices hmm. because we want them to participate with the families they're being hosted by or the communities they are in. We want them to participate in after-school activities because that's how you learn the culture. Mm -hmm. You don't go on exchange to stay who you are. You go on exchange to become a better you. Mm -hmm. And that's just not going to happen if you sit in your bedroom on your phone. Mm -hmm. That's Fair so enough. true. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, just to bring it back, because it's always so fun on this oh, show sure. that we just go down, go down rabbit whatever, holes, whatever right rabbit holes that we want to, and that's that's the fun part. But just to bring it back to you, um, what's been the most gratifying thing for you in um, being part of Youth Exchange and heading it up now? I mean, well, I think. Um, the most gratifying thing to me is the energy and the passion of the adults in the program. I love the youth, and that's why I do what I do, and I have always done what I did. But why I stay in Rotary is because I have other like-minded people who want to make a difference in the world okay. and who really can see that as a bigger, a bigger driver for who they are and their being. Um, and that's what keeps me in Rotary um, and in Youth Exchange. It's the it's the kids. I mean, oh, my mm -hmm. God. If you have never volunteered and been participating with the students that are here, you get all of those students from right now. We have 20 different countries around the world, and you just spend an hour with them, and your whole world will change. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yep. Well, and I'm certain that it, it has um, broadly changed their world as well, too. So it's cool. Well, it's got to be like coming to the circus here. You know, like, what the <laughs> going on? People are strange. <laughs> well, and depending on location up here in the Twin Cities, it, it could be – it could fare worse or better. So. Yeah. Well, we hosted a student one time who was from Indonesia and he's like, what is this winter stuff? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, we, we know that all too well. Well, so thank you so much for sharing a little bit more about yourself. I think in this next section, let's dive into North Star Youth, Youth Exchange and all about it. Okay. All right. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. We'll see you in the next section. And welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. And as a reminder, you can find us. I almost spoke your <laughs> section there. You can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. And we do love those five-star reviews. <laughs> Take it away, Joseph. Yeah, I thought that we would just pick up on um, the Youth Exchange Program. Now, it's a big kind of layered process that can be very technical, and we're certainly not going to get into the, the nitty-gritty on the show, yeah. but kind of help our listeners understand, you know, what is the youth exchange? 
you know, if somebody from afar, like, what is Youth Exchange? Why is it important? What's been the benefit? I mean, we talked a little bit about this in the last segment, but mm-hmm. kind of just go into it from like a macro standpoint of why is it important? Well, why is it important? Because it's the future of peace in the world, I really believe. I think that um, we are have to always be preparing ourselves or preparing our world for the future. And when you start with young children, these are teenagers, but they are our future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm looking over here and I'm seeing a baby to be born. Mm-hmm. And that's our future. And, and Hey, <clears throat> hey, easy. Oh. <laughs> Just a little bit of money. <laughs> I'm talking about the mom. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, and I think the other thing that youth exchange is that, you know, I'm an educator, as I said earlier, and and I can make a difference on the kids that were in my classroom in my district, in my, but Rotary Youth Exchange makes an impact worldwide. And so you had said, yeah, Rotary Youth Exchange is kind of complicated. It is. It's an international global program. It's what you need to know is that it's also very local. Mm-hmm. And the thing, I've been um, aware of a lot of different, there are a lot of different opportunities for kids to travel abroad and study. I will say that I've been involved in a couple of others, but Rotary is the premier in my mind, is the premier exchange program because you're not exchanging just with one family who may or may not get along with your child. Yeah. You're exchanging with clubs around the world. And so you're, you're taking your child from this village and they're going to another village. If you think about it, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the wonderful thing about youth exchange, they do all of the work for the parents. They are connected to other clubs around the world who have – staff who have volunteers in place to build those relationships so that you know when you're sending your child on youth exchange to another country that they are being embraced by another club over there who follows the same rules around the world. So Rotary International has a set of standards that you get certified to be a program. And if you're not certified, you don't get to host students in your club. Sure. And so that's why I love Rotary Youth Exchange is that it is a well-founded, I believe safety and security is the number one thing we need to do for children. And that is our, our biggest um, indicator of success is that we have children who are safe and who are successful in these exchanges. And, they're, and, and their experience is great that they're meeting people, they're getting all of these cultural experiences, they're learning a new language. But as a parent, the most important thing is that you know they're going to be safe. Yeah, of course. Well, and there's high level of trust, good value system because we share the same type of values being part of Rotary. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a common language amongst all of the different cultures. I mean right. it's, it's kind of a it's, – it's like this like universal language that we can all speak right. and then feel very comfortable about. Mm-hmm. So, Jackie, can you share with our listeners, specifically North Star Youth Exchange, um, I know that it covers District 5950 and 5960, and for our listeners, just as a reminder, that's basically the state of Minnesota. (laughs) Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, the North Star Youth Exchange is the central and southern part of Minnesota, and the northern part of Minnesota is in a different area. Gotcha. So if I – we have a cabin in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Okay. And they are not part of North Star Youth Exchange. They're a part of Central States, which is okay. another huge group of people. Okay. Um, so North Star is actually about the southern half of Minnesota and the western half of Wisconsin. Okay. And we got together and made a joint relationship so that we could help 
support all of the clubs within that area. So if our listeners are wanting to find out more about it from their local club, then they would just Google, so say you're in Stillwater, Stillwater Rotary, mm-hmm. and then they would find the contact information for Stillwater Rotary. Stillwater is in North Star. But, yeah. but yeah, not every area in the state of Minnesota is in North Star. It's really kind of from the north of the metro south okay. and then west and a little bit. Good, yeah. good to know that designation. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So every so every club though so it is a local too so it's not just the district so because as an educator I like to tell people think about it you think about your school district your child goes to a school mm-hmm. in a district but in that district there are a lot of other schools mm-hmm. they're just part of the same district so in our district there are a lot of clubs mm-hmm. but they're part of the same district then you think about in um, if you p- play athletics, then your district is part of other districts in a conference. Yep. Right? And so that's where North Star is like a lot of districts in the North Star Conference, if that if that makes it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, it actually does. Yeah. Nope. That's that's super helpful for us. I mean, uh, like we shared, we, we're coming in and it's an exploratory phase mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, we know enough about youth exchange, but it's also – yeah, walk walk us through dive. a little bit about the process. If if you know, um, let's say like my son wants to apply to be part of Youth Exchange, what does that process look like? From it's wonderful. <laughs> we actually are going through that process right now. Um, usually, we start our um, um, application process in the fall. We go to schools and we say, send us your children. Um, mm-hmm. And so they get kids and families who help us find students who are interested in exchange. Then we do. There's an application process. You go to your local Rotary Club. They, You fill out your application. They sign it. It's Technically, it's called a guarantee form. That You have to remember that. But you get this form signed from your district, from your um, club, that says they will support you as an outbound student. You also then have to go to your school and they sign saying that they will send your paperwork and that they will accept an inbound student. Mm -hmm. Um, In Rotary, it's kind of a one-to-one, not always, but for the most part, if we send a student to Japan, they send a student from Japan here. So it's kind of a one-to-one. Hence the name, Youth Exchange. Youth Exchange, (laughs) right. We have a few exceptions. We work with an organization that supports um, districts in Africa that aren't financially able to support inbound youth exchange, so they only do outbound. Okay. And North Star right now has one student next year. We'll have two that we support financially for those students to come here. Okay. What is um, – what's the what's the minimum age for that? So we do not allow students to exchange out unless they're 15 or older. Okay. And gotcha. under 19. <clears throat> okay. So and, 15 to 19. And the students don't have to have any kind of – Rotary affiliation to apply, correct? No. Most of our – well, I shouldn't say most. Many of our students do not. Okay. Um, and um, and that's fine because we're trying to spread the word. So, yeah. Great recruitment tool. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and then you had mentioned too that you also don't have to be a Rotarian to be a host family. Right. So we encourage and look for host families around the community. Now, if you're going to be a host family, you do have to be vetted mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. so that parents know that these – 
these aren't just random strangers somewhere. <laughs> um, they have to. Every host family is vetted. They have a background check for anybody that's under the age of eighteen or over the age of eighteen living in their house. They um, go through the application process. They have home visits. It's a, it, but they do not have to be Rotarians. And some of our Best host families who've done it for many, many years are still not Rotarians. We're still working on that. <laughs> we would love them to become Rotarians. But any vol- you can always volunteer for Rotary and not be a Rotarian. Um, we have a lot of events and things and ways that people can get involved that are not Rotarians. Well, you were mentioning that there's a lot of host families that were not Rotarians that do become Rotarians yes. because of the process as well. So it's a great re- recruitment yeah. tool in that as well. It's kind of one of those like – I'm already kind of doing the thing. Right. Might as well just keep doing the thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. yeah. Well, in fact, um, there's uh, – I don't know if you've interviewed Mike and Melanie DeLuca at all, but they are very, very oh, prominent yeah. in North Star Youth Exchange. And they got in just because their student wanted to travel abroad and they go, well, if he's going to do this and go to Rotary, we may as well do it. So sure. that's just one example of of people who have become very, very prominent in North Star Rotary Mm-hmm. Because their students became exchange students. Name sounds very familiar. It sounds like it's on our queue. I think it is on our queue. <laughs> I think queue. it is on our Probably. queue. So. Like a, I don't want to say yes or no because <laughs> yeah. like, sorry, Mike. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, know, and I'm they've been sure. active in the foundation. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I think – If not, maybe they should be. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted for jotting a note down. Sorry, Mike and Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so just in um, – Runway into our next section, we can talk about some of the challenges that you have encountered sure. for um, the youth exchange program itself. So, cool, cool. You want me to do that now? Nope, we'll do okay. that. We'll do <laughs> that for the next okay. section. Hold the thought. <laughs> yeah, I think so. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. And as a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms, plus... We love those five-star reviews. Five, five, five. Give us a five. (laughs) High five. All right. As a reminder, if you are just tuning in for the first time, we have Jackie Johnston on as our special guest. She is the chair for North Star Youth Exchange. And so we've had an opportunity to get to know her. We've had an opportunity to get to know about Youth Exchange. Let's talk about some of the challenges Specifically in the last few years when yeah. we weren't sending kids <laughs> around the world. <laughs> well, what's been the byproduct of all of that? Well, there's – okay. So I'm going to start with a layer of challenges. Okay. So the first layer of challenge um, is that it costs money to do youth exchange. Mm-hmm. And so before we had COVID, we were sending between 55 and 65 kids out a year. And and that's a real nice place for us to be financially because then we can help support with scholarships and things like that for kids. Okay. With COVID, we had to shut down our program and actually mid-year. So we had to send kids home mid-year and they had to be quarantined. We had one student we sent home who was in my club and he was from Italy. He got COVID on the airplane 
had to go home and sit in a hotel room by himself for like four weeks. Oh, oh my gosh! So it was it was a t- it was a very very difficult time. Mm. I think we call that prison. Yeah, <laughs> well, solitary confinement. Cannot even imagine. His mother actually brought his cat to stay with him, so he didn't have to be. But they, he, but you know, that was back when COVID was so new. We were so afraid of it, mm-hmm. and lots of horrible things were happening with people about mm-hmm. COVID. Um, so it, we had to find a way to get all of these students home. We had about fifty-eight or sixty kids that year, and we had to get them all sent home. Um, and then we had to shut down our programs. Mm-hmm. So now this year was our first year back from COVID. We had some students who had tried to go out during COVID got and couldn't go. So they were still of the age that they could move forward this year, this yeah. current year, 22-23. And so um, we sent out 35 students this year to 20 different countries. We have 44 students in this year from 20 different countries. But it's been a huge challenge. And then the other challenge I'll talk about is – and as an educator as well, is that the impact of COVID on our youth and their social-emotional development. Oh, yeah. It's been just so challenging. And um, a lot of our students who, because of COVID, when things didn't go well, they just could go to their room and do their homework or, you know, um, could just withdraw. And you really can't do that successfully on a youth exchange tour. And so it's been hard. A lot of our kids have struggled with um, social isolation, how do I, you know, adjust to this country where I don't speak the language? And now, you know, the last two years I've been able to just kind of hibernate in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And, and now what? And so there's a lot of documented research saying that COVID has had a huge impact on the development of, of young people. Oh, yeah. For sure. See it. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. No, I was you just saying share. you see it. Yeah. You just see, like, I think the withdrawal piece is really a big one. I, I see that a lot in mm-hmm. kids. I mean, I see it in adults too. Adults too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I negotiate for a living and the number of people that, you know, fold like a cheap suit. It's interesting. <laughs> well, and they want to just stay home. I mean, look at our workforce. We're ha- we're seeing people yeah. that just want to work from home. Mm-hmm. And so when we tell students, one of the things we tell students and their parents is when you go on exchange, we want you to try to go a month without talking to each other on social media so that we or on the phone so that you can immerse yourself in this exchange. Well, these may be the very same kids who last year went in their bedroom and and did nothing but social media. And so yeah. it's it's been a, it's been a challenge and um and so we're trying to rebuild and we're trying to we we've actually recruited this year um uh, a for the first time a person who's who, whose background is in counseling sure. okay. so that she can help, total sense. help the students but also help us adults who are trying to support these students who are out there and just can't – are struggling to hang on. Yeah. And what do we tell them? How do we support them? And how do we support their host families? What will be interesting is the data that's going forward because we just kind of started up again, right? So yeah. is, mm-hmm. is to see what the data looks like in two, three, four years and yeah. if youth exchange is kind of breaking that – barrier down that you're seeing you're like, right. wow, our, our youth exchange students are actually coming back and they've really seemed to shed this mm-hmm. th- this this thing that they had before and you know it, it seems to be kind of an antidote to a lot of the things that we're we're, we're dealing with hopefully 
Right. Well, and we have been, so one of the other challenges we've had is just getting the word out there because in the past we had students every year coming back new to the school saying, oh, this is a great experience. You should try it. Well, now Mm -hmm. we have a kind of a two-year lapse where there's nobody new in the the school saying to these kids, this was a great experience. You should try it. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping that we can, like next year, so we've already done the application process for the 23-24 year. And that started in August Um, We do interviews, and those kids will go out in August of 23 for the 24 school year. But our numbers are still really low. We only have 35 students, um, and hopefully they'll all get through the process and go on exchange. But I mean, even at 35, at least it's 35 and... Not right. five, right? right? So, so I I have a follow up question to that. Then in this in this gap amount of time, what are some of the thought processes that you guys have gone through to help get the word out to the schools about this opportunity? Right? Is it um, have you pulled people who have had that experience already to come in and just you know have a conversation and talk on behalf of? Youth Exchange, you're smiling. I I am because I've got so many thoughts and so little time. Um, So, yes, we go, we we do a couple of things. We are always open to, and there's a team of us that go to clubs, rotary clubs around the metro, around the state, and Mm -hmm. we will talk to the club about what does it mean to be a a host student, how do you recruit those students, how do you recruit host families. We do that. I just had the most amazing experience the other day. I was invited to go to an elementary school international fair. Mm. And so I went to this event, and I had a North Star table. And, oh, my goodness, these elementary kids were so excited about youth exchange. And their parents, I know, right? This is the first time I've been in Rotary for over 30 years, and this is the first time that I thought about or been invited to an elementary school. Usually it's Mm -hmm. high schools or middle schools. But not only was it exciting for these kids, and we had a couple 11-year-old kids who were already planning on their step exchange, but Aww. which we we'll talk about that later. But um, but the parent, it's also a great place to get host parents because mm. the parents are saying, "Oh, well, we would like to have a, a student in our house. How do we sure. do that?" So we are. If you have an opportunity, be on the radio. If you have an opportunity mm-hmm. to have us <clears throat> be present at any event, whether it's your school event or your club event or a community event, let me know. We have people, and we will go and do that. Wow. That's amazing. You know, it actually made me think of a question. How how much of the, the youth exchange decline was the parents versus, like, necessarily the kid? You know, did you have any parents that were like, my son or daughter wants to, to do this, but we're not comfortable with this now because of COVID, because of just changes? Yeah. I would say we had more of that for the kids that are currently outbound. Okay. Um, and we had a lot more of that. Some Well, we had some of that from kids who were coming inbound from their parents, too. For example, we, Northstar, required that any host family had to be completely vaccinated for COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, so a lot of our clubs could not find enough host families who were willing to be vaccinated. Mm. So that was a challenge. Now, this coming next year, because things have changed so much in the COVID world, kids are still required to be vaccinated before they come here. Mm. Um, like with every, everything else, you know, have to have their MMR. They have to have all those sure. other vaccines. They have to have COVID uh, vaccine. Okay. And so... Um, 
we've we we're going to loosen that requirement for host families to be vaccinated but that was a huge issue for us um and but we had parents sending their kids here who wanted that they wanted to make sure that the families were vaccinated fair enough understandable i had a question and it just bleed <laughs> it out baby brain <laughs> totally sorry <laughs> no we, we've got no. about a minute left here um just as we're discussing some of the challenges like what has been the biggest learning curve from the challenges that that youth exchange has experienced i i would say the biggest learning curve we're, we're experiencing right now is exactly what you asked me about earlier is marketing how do we actually get out there now and and it's different because kids and families get their information so differently than they used to we used to be able to just hand out flyers at the schools well People, that goes in the trash. Mm-hmm. So really, we're looking for a volunteer, actually. Recycling bin. Recycling yeah. bin, right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but we are looking for people who can help us do a better job marketing our programs and our Wonderful. and our opportunities. Very cool. Cool. Well, that'll lead perfectly into our next segment. Yeah. As a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. Did you know... But if you stack two lasagnas on top of each other, you have one lasagna. (laughs) Hello, hello, and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. Plus, we really just enjoyed that last little outbound. I think that deserves a five-star review. So go ahead and do that on your platform. And stay tuned for uh, those little tidbits and future episodes. Hope you enjoyed it. If you are tuning in for the first time, we have Jackie Johnston on from North Star Youth Exchange. And we've, we've gone through all about Jackie. What is North Star Youth Exchange challenges that the exchange program has faced over the last couple of years, given COVID? Um, But let's talk about in the face of those challenges, there's obviously been opportunities. And with that comes vision of what comes next. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Well, if I could make a wish and have a vision I would say that every youth student needs to have an opportunity to go on youth exchange. And I know that we have worked on that as, as North Star, um, hence we have the foundation, as, as a way to get more financial assistance for kids mm-hmm. and really doing more of an outreach for kids who think maybe they could never, never do that because financially. I'm a grandmother. I have six grandchildren, and my dream would be they too would be those children going abroad because I just see that – the world, we are a global society. People mm-hmm. can act like we're not, but we are. And mm-hmm. our opportunity lies in understanding and embracing the differences and the similarities that we have around the world. That's awesome. <laughs> that's oh, so, I'm like, man, that's so good. Like, it, I wanted to be like, yeah, but. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty much complete and perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Um, and thank you for sharing that. Uh, above and beyond that, what are you seeing for opportunities for North Star Youth Exchange? So I think um, 
I think, well, first of all, our opportunity is just to, is to grow and to be more encompassing and to be more embraced in our communities, that it's not just a rotary thing like we talked about before, that it can be a whole community, it's a whole village, yeah. and that you don't have to be a Rotarian to host a student or you don't have to be a Rotarian to have your kids go on exchange. And so to realize that this can be a real future for our communities um, and the fact that um, – you know, in, if you want to get involved in North Star, we always have those opportunities. You know, we're always looking for people that maybe they can't commit to a weekly meeting, but they certainly could host a student or they certainly could volunteer to right now. One of the things we're looking for is we get all these applications for these kids in and, and all of our kids' applications going out. And we um, need are looking for somebody who might be a school nurse who would be wanting to look at the immunization records because they come from all over the world and they come in different languages. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And, sure. And we're – I mean I'm not a medical professional nor am I a linguist. And so looking for people who would have those resources to – that knowledge to look at that and say, oh, this is an MMR. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we have that. Um, so <clears throat> there's just always, always opportunities to get involved in this program that makes such a huge difference on the lives of kids and families. I mean, it's not just the children. It's the family. It's the community. What is the legacy that you wish to leave for, whether that's North Star Exchange or just Rotary as a whole? What's, what's, what's going to be your legacy when we, when we talk about you amongst the, the historians? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, what I would hope is that is that – my through my leadership and my involvement is that we are bringing a passion and a compassion for kids and for our communities um you know going on exchange is really difficult in fact just this morning i was in conversations with some of my team and how do we help students be successful and how do we embrace the challenges that they're having and not just say oh they got to go home or oh you know they aren't going to fit and buck part- up Fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> well, part of that is my passion as an alternative school principal in that I saw the value and the strength in every child. And I think Rotary Youth Exchange provides that opportunity. I tell you, when we kids send kids out, some of these countries and these clubs do amazing things with students. And these students come back totally transformed. And so I think just really – if I could – if people remember me for anything, hopefully it would be my passion and my compassion for youth and for our communities. That's wonderful. That's <laughs> really wonderful. I know. And I mean just even in this short interview, it's so obvious how passionate you are about the youth exchange and, and youth in general. It, that's what you committed your entire career to. Um, so we'll say thank you. Just from from us, I mean, it's it's just pretty incredible, and it's always incredible when every every single time we have an interview, we're like, on the way home, we're always like, good grief, are we just surrounded by amazing people Truly. everywhere? And, and it's the exposure. Just, and sure. I mean, we have such a great <clears throat> seat that we get to to interview, <clears throat> you know, great people like yourself, and um, I know that we're really thankful for it. But I mean, I'm thankful for you too, <laughs> and all the things that you do to help. Not only make Rotary better, the youth exchange better, but the world a better place. Would you ever consider? What's that? Hosting. Hosting? Yeah. 
let's get the little nugget here. I know. <laughs> oh my it's funny because actually, but yes, to answer your question, you know, of course, it has. It's come up on numerous occasions with us at, at our Rotary Dyna Morningside, and I'm like, God, it'd be so nice, but. We got a lot of stuff that's happening right now, but it certainly is something that could be considered down the line and even with um, the kiddos too. You I know? could definitely see <clears throat> Conrad for I know. sure. My oldest Absolutely. son doing youth exchange, he would love that. Uh-huh. Well, right and I think alley. a great way to start that is to host a, a student in your home. Sure. And people think, like, well, I don't have any that. high school kids. Some of our best host families <clears throat> have no children at all. We have a couple right now who is a young couple, like you guys. They don't have any children, and they're amazing host families. Um, We have seniors who are empty nesters who are amazing host families. And quite frankly, some of our people that are hosting and are busy with teenage kids aren't always that great. (laughs) I don't. I mean, they do a great job. They're probably running all over the place, sports and activities. (laughs) And so I think there is no one size fits all. Sure. And and I think if you have a passion and a love for kids and youth and to learn from other people, you know, we don't want p- kids to come in here and then we feel like we're indoctrinating. This is about us growing too. Yeah. And so some of these families have kids who make amazing meals from their country. Um, it's just a really <clears throat> great opportunity no matter where you are in your life. We even have some families that are a single parent um, that also can host. So. One one of the things that I really like too is, you know, especially at our club when we have um, a student is there's a lot of announcements of like, hey, does anybody have, you know, tickets to the the Mm T-Wolves game or where you can participate, you know, even for an evening, spend a couple hours with them and then, you know, then – that's my speed right now. If that's the no, I understand. I'm like a grandparent right now. I'm like, okay, I can bring them in, but when it's time to go, you got to go home and (laughs) just give them back. That's that's a great point because there are always. It it is a club hosting this student, not a family. And so we are. When I was the YEO, I passed the calendar around my club. Said, sign up. Take mm-hmm. them skiing. Take them to a Twins game. Take them to the museum. What are you doing in your family? Put them, Take them on your boat if you're on a lake. You know, what are you doing yeah. in your family? We, I always had host students come in and make Christmas cookies with us because some of our students, first of all, aren't Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if they are Christian, they don't necessarily make Christmas cookies. Sure. And so that was just a hoot with my <clears throat> children and them. And so well, you shared always, a tradition. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. really yeah. fabulous. That's a, that's a really brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been cool to hear the perspective, though, that um, for the youth exchange, because, you know, initially right out the gate, the assumption is um, you're you're a family and you've got a young child, a child between the ages of 15 and 19. Right. And you're doing this exchange like you're exchanging off and it doesn't have to be the case. You don't have to have children. You don't have to be a specific age. It's. It's kind of wide open pastures for it. One really interesting question. Um, does does the family that sends the child host the student typically? No. No. So we actually very seldom do we have um, – we have a few situations like that, but not very many where the fam- – like I told you with Rotary, it's a one-to-one by country – but not by location. Okay. And so very seldom do we have a student here who's from another country that we're sending a, 
a student too. We have one this year. We have another another assumption I had too. Yeah. So that was a great question. Yeah. Now I will preface that that you're going to have a speaker in in February that's going to talk to you about STEP, short term mm-hmm. exchange program, and the short term exchange program is a family to family. Sure. So that's where a student would come here and live with a family, and um, then their student would go there and live with their family Got for it. six weeks. But you'll learn more about yeah. that later. It was well, it was our, always one of those things. I'm like. I'm like, oh my gosh, it, I, I I can't believe, like I don't know how it works, and we're well, out of time. We're getting so it doesn't really matter. Our <laughs> listeners are getting a preview of what's coming next. So thank you so much, Jackie, for coming, and yeah, thank you was, to our this listeners. Was You're listening to Searching for Service. It's time to stop searching and start serving. <laughs> <laughs>